One, two, one, two. You taping it? A good combination. Yo, you want some of this or what? A good combination. Combo cards. 360 dunk in your face. I kick a skill like Shaquille holds a pill. You can't compete. You're just a basket case. This is this, this, this is ba- basketball stats. All you got. A good combination. Combo cards. Yo, 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 it's Common Guards Podcast presented to you by Mega City Basketball. Uh, Troy's not here this week. I'm obviously your host, Adrian Chetty. Troy doesn't care about the podcast, so I kicked him out. I'm going solo for now on. No, I'm kidding. Uh, we got physiotherapist in the house, Omar Rashid. What's what, up? What's going on? <laughs> uh, full disclosure, I'm here to get my Achilles attended uh, to because I'm getting old apparently and I shouldn't I should stop playing sports. Um Omar is a great physiotherapist, so please at the beginning of this podcast right now, what is your IG? It is Physiomes. P H Y S I O M E S. Yes, so holler at him. So we're gonna talk some basketball. I've known Omar for a very long time. We've been talking basketball our whole lives. So now we can actually get it on wax. And we've known each other since we were Six, seven. I was seven years old. This is what, I'm not talking my age, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you're trying to do so you here. Don't expose your age. That's yeah, what I'm trying to do I don't. Actually. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't do that. You I don't fall just. For it. No, I don't do that. Okay. Yeah, I'm smart. It's the. Yeah. It's the veteran. Uh, I have wisdom. Exactly. With age, I get wisdom. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. <clears throat> so, Omar is a massive Raptors fan. The Raptors won an NBA championship, but seem to be losing more in the offseason than winning. Yes. Kawhi Leonard left. Yes. You clearly upset about it. You're you're one of the many Raptor fans that are upset and bitter. Yeah, I don't know why. I feel like putting you guys in a corner is then you guys cry. It's a natural reaction to be bitter about what happened. So do you hate Kawhi Leonard? Of course not. I n- will never hate Kawhi Leonard. But will I be salty about it? Absolutely. So would you cheer? He comes here. You cheering? One hundred percent. Definitely. Standing up. Yeah, I will. Crying. He brought us. Crying. Uh, no, I won't be crying. Oh, you're Definitely not a real fan. Not. You're not a real fan. Because my only issue with the whole thing is that. Yeah, he you know he brought us. I don't think he necessarily brought us the championship. He was a big part of it, but in the finals, well, who brought you the championship? The whole team, man. Shut like the way Masai constructed the roster and pa- uh, Pascal Siakam's emergence. I think in the playoffs, a lot of people were actually writing off Pascal because of he didn't have the experience. Yes, he had you know the last few playoffs as. Um, experience but not being the main guy mm. so i didn't think no one thought that he was actually gonna you know be that second option to Kawhi leonard and i think he did a great job don't mm. you i mean yeah uh, yeah he did and great did i think he, i think he averaged what 19 in the playoffs yeah exactly and nobody expected but did he do guy. that because of Kawhi? no i like, don't think so so let's just get right into it what is your expectations for the toronto raptors this upcoming season without danny green without Kawhi leonard is pascal going to take this leap Forward is Norman going to take a leap forward? Is OG going to come back? What's your ex- what's your expectations? Uh, I don't think OG is going to make a leap. So what he's he's like done like uh, I th- like he's Bruno? I should no, he's definitely not <laughs> Bruno, but he's OG. He, OG's still better than Bruno. I think OG will still be a important bench player, but I think Pascal bench will, so not started. No, he won't be starting. But I think Pascal will make that leap. I think Norman will be a solid starter, so he'll make a leap in that sense. But the reason why I think Pascal will be will be making that huge leap is because not only is he a hard worker, but if you were watching a lot of Raptor games, he wasn't doing amazing 
just because of Kawhi Leonard. He was doing well because of his actual one-on-one game, his fast break game. Mm-hmm. Every time the ball went to Kawhi Leonard, he was stopping the offense. So the Raptors as a team didn't play better because of Kawhi. Kawhi, I don't think he's the type of player to elevate their play, but yes, he did change their mindset, which also helped in the playoffs. So don't you think with Pascal, he got a lot of one-on-one play because you can't double him because you had to double Kawhi Leonard or Lowry or Parkinson? No, like now he's going to get that double team. No, because I don't think I don't think Pascal is at the stage where he will get double teamed yet because I think they still respect a lot of the other guys on the team and we're going to have that respect the whole season because we're champions. Do you know what I mean? Are we? Because we're not in the NBA 2K trailer. Yeah, but we're getting dunked on. That's the NBA 2K trailer. That's not like NBA circles. I think in NBA circles and when you talk about the actual NBA community, no one's going to take us lightly. I guarantee you, regardless of where we finish, if we finish in the bottom half of this, um, the, the top eight, no team is going to want to play us in the first round. So where do you think they're finishing? I think they'll finish middle of the pack. What's middle? Like four, five, six? Four, five, six. So you got Bucks, you got Sixers, you got... I think they'll be better than Brooklyn right now. I think they'll I be better than Brooklyn now because Durant's Durant's gone. There. So you got Bucks, and I, you got I don't Sixers. know if I trust Kyrie with... Not do I. I have. <coughs> I don't trust Kyrie at all. Yeah, I don't trust him being the main guy on the team. So, who else? That who before? Pacers, so, Boston. So Boston. I think Boston's gonna be a lot better than uh, what people expect. Mm. Um, Kemba Walker has done his time with the Hornets. He's mm. become a much smarter player, and um, if you listen to what people around the league say he's a very very likable person and i think players like playing with him and i think when he needs to take a step back because jason tatum is playing a good game or jalen brown's having a good game he will do that and i think kyrie irving had an issue doing that and it was his ego that got Yo, you away. play like kyrie pardon you play ball like kyrie how do i play ball like kyrie i think you play ball like kyrie oh man now he's just taking <laughs> shots he's why shots. he's a great scorer yeah but i make my teammates better I don't get mad when my teammates are shining, do I? I don't know. I think you secretly bite. No, I definitely don't. I think you secretly bite. I think bite. we got to play ball together a little more often. I don't we know, gotta, bad. what it is, I think me and you got to play on the same team. Shams, who does Omar play basketball like? Uh, basketball player? Yeah. Um, this, is, this is his wife, by the way. You're on the spot. Dirk. You're such... Definitely not. <laughs> that is such a cop-out. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't know. She doesn't watch me play basketball enough. You don't? Yeah, I and when she watches me, I actually play like crap. Wow. So she's bad luck. So you can't live with pressure. So she's bad. Ooh, no, it's not that, man. She's so bad luck. How she? And bad then luck? what's funny is when she's not looking. Yeah, she is. But when she's not looking, I'm hitting all my shots. And I look in the stands and wow. watch her like, be like, "Yo, what's up?" And she's actually. And he's saying this with a straight her, face. Talking to her friends. Yeah, man. Wow. She comes to my games and doesn't pay attention to me. She's too social. She talks to her friends. <laughs> all right. So you got the Raptors really middle of the pack. I also have the finishing middle of the pack. Do you have faith in Van Fleet? Take it to the next step? No. Because Kyle Lowry is still there, and I think Fred is a great system player. Mm-hmm. I don't think if he's one of your top three guys, he's going to do anything. He's, he's, he's too easy to shut down. That's what I'm saying. Him being like your third best player makes me wonder. Cause I think it's and traded. I don't think he'll get traded. I, I think, think he'll, he'll ride traded. it off into the You think so? Yeah, nah, man. He's going to trade it. Why would he stay with the Raptors? Who do you think he'll, they'll trade him? Like, what, what Boston needs a center. What scenario do you think will happen with the Raptors that they'll say, all right, let's get rid of him? Because I think the he's Raptors. already expiring, and we're going to have that uh, that coming off right. the book. Right. So a team that needs a center, i.e. Boston, is going to need him. But do you think Masai is going to take that money back? 
don't, don't, don't you think he wants that cap space? For what? He's like, he's done after this year. Who, Masai's done? Or Mark's no. Done? Mark's done, yeah, yeah, exactly. But that's why they'll have that cap space this summer. Maybe but if you Masai's trade him, you still lose the cap space. You still have the cap space. It depends who you get back, right? If you get someone back with like a longer contract, then you're buying yourself maybe one or two more years of another but contract. if you get like a cheaper player... Yeah, if you get a cheaper player, or, you you, a or a young player, because you're rebuilding, I, I would do it. It really depends, right? Do if, the, you, if it's someone for the future, I would do it. And I think when it comes to Masai, you trust him. You trust him to do that. Like if he makes a trade, I think most mm. people in Toronto will definitely trust him. Uh, I don't know if the Raptors. I don't know if they're going to make a, be a contender of the East though. Um, I honestly think they should blow it up right now. Yeah, I think they should blow it up. Or not right now. Before let Lowry get a few games and enjoy being in Toronto, being a Raptor as a champion. But then I think you got, they're going to have trading him. But where do, what do you think they're going to do with Kyle? Do you think they would trade him? Yeah. And where do you think he would go? Because I don't know if he's going to want to come back on a discount. No, he's definitely not. Right? He's going to come back. So if you get value, I think his why not? is still too pretty high to, right. and I, to do that. And he wants to get paid. And all these guys now are champions. That just brings their value up even more. Sure. Regardless of what they do, right? They're still a champion. So, And like, the Raptors have so many... There's so much points the Raptors have to make up for. Defensively, I think they're great. I mean, they added um, Hollins... Yeah. Stanley Lee Johnson who dropped 40 something points in uh, yeah, Rutgers Park they, uh, right. Right. that don't mean nothing. I saw Mellow Balling out too recently that don't mean everyone's nothing. seen Mellow Balling out okay <laughs> come on he's, we're talk everyone's about on the internet and just because he's uh, with what's his name Chris Brickley hitting mm-hmm. jumpers they all think he should be back in the NBA listen yeah. I could be with Chris Brickley hitting jumpers we right? don't talk about Mellow <laughs> but that being said Raptors I think are still going to be a top I think they'll be a top 10 defensive team if everyone stays yeah, back, I think they'll sure. be a top ten defensive team. I think that can help them get to the second round in the playoffs. But that's it. That's the first. That's their ceiling, in my opinion. I, I I do agree, but I think that when they do make the first round, they they're going to be written off, and whoever plays them is not going to want to play them. I don't know. They're, ju- they're going to end up playing spoiler. That's what's going to. I think Sixers season. aren't scared of Raptors. You can take away Kawhi Leonard. Why would you be scared of the Toronto Raptors? Because now everyone's forced to step up. There's confidence, right? Kawhi has instilled that confidence in everyone. And I think that's the best part of Kawhi being here. Like I said, he doesn't elevate their play per se. But he's instilled that killer instinct, that calm, cool mood, regardless of what's right. happening. But I and think the he's a safety blanket. That's because he was there. He was a safety blanket. Yeah, but you- don't you think like because he was there that they're like, okay, that worked. We can continue doing that. No. Look at the Sixers series. They needed Kawhi to do everything. They did, they did, but they got past it. They got past it because of Kawhi. Right. They, they've also learned that, like, listen. And then when Kawhi wasn't, you know, doing so well in the finals, hmm. who else was stepping up? The rest of the team. But keep in mind, all those games that Kawhi didn't play in the Raptors won in the regular season, Danny Green was there. He's not there either. Yeah. I, I actually think that Danny Green loss wasn't as big as people make it seem. Probably not, but, I mean... I don't he's still a 3 and D guy, my, which my, is completely, my, my really valuable. To all my basketball fans out there, right? I don't understand how you can be in the NBA at that level and not know how to dribble a basketball. Come on. Le- LeBron's not the greatest dribbler. Okay, but Danny Green doesn't even know how to dribble from like literally 20 feet. The guy's a two-time NBA champion. Yeah, without having to He led the league in three-point percentage or shooting or whatever. How does that happen? What? He still led the league in three-point percentage and he's more valuable on defense. I yeah, agree. In the playoffs, he really had maybe like, what, four or five games max that he played great or played well. Not even great, just well. 
Yeah, so? So he was a liability. Even his defense, like, from a basketball standpoint, when you watch him playing defense, his lateral quickness isn't even there. But it's more about the experience that he brings to the table and the veteran leadership that he brings. Right? They lost, they lost two vets. Two championship caliber players are gone. But they gained that experience by winning a championship. So now those guys have that experience. So I think the loss of Danny Green doesn't really affect them. I, know, I saw Larry putting up five more years because he knows he needs, uh, he needs Kawhi here. Because he knows he needs him but of for five years, not one, for five. But anyone want every, any team in. But that's the what I'm saying. But what I'm years. saying is, he knows he really needs Kawhi Leonard. This team knows they need Kawhi Leonard. Well, they not like they're not winning without him. They're definitely not going to win without him. They're not, not going go to the Eastern Conference Finals. They won't. But like so then I said, you agree I, with me? Pardon? Second round. But like what I what I said was going to the second round. Teams are not teams, but the analysts won't think that they'll be making it to the second round. So. They're going to be playing spoiler anyways. I don't know. I don't. I mean, it's going to be an interesting season. My, my hope, Chetty, honestly, my own selfish hope is that they do really bad and ticket prices drop and I can go get my season tickets. That's not happening at MLSC. No, no, it's not happening at MLSC. Oh, MLSC yeah, no. no way that's going to happen. <laughs> no way. Those tickets are going to be high forever. They're going to invest so much on the Raptors because the Raptors are still going to contend. They're not going to be shit. No, they they're going to make the as playoffs. As long as Masai is there, they won't be shit. They're one of the five teams that are lost to make the playoffs. It's them, Bucks. Pacers, Pistons, Boston. You think Pistons are a lock? To make the playoffs? Yeah. yeah. I think that, that Brogdon pickup was great. Um, they have a good infrastructure. No, Pistons. you said Pistons. Sorry, Pacers, yeah, Pacers, Pacers. Yeah, okay, Pacers. Thought, yeah. Yes, Pacers are locked. Those are the five teams that are locked. I if you thought Derrick Rose was going to lead the Pistons to the playoffs. Is he on the Pistons? Yeah, they signed him. Ew. Yeah, I know. Actually, I can't. I don't want to knock on Rose. I know. I feel bad for Rose. We can't. You you already know my history with Derrick Rose. I was never a fan. Yeah. I used to say John Wall was better than Derrick Rose all the time. I'll take Derrick Rose right now over John Wall. Right now? Why? Just because he had the surgery? Yes. I think he's how you played. I think he'll come back. But he's out for like another year and a half. Yes, he is. Not a year and a half, but the whole season. A lot. All right. Jeremy Lin said he hit rock bottom, yeah. or he's going through rock bottom, whatever, something like that. Thoughts? Um. We have an Asian in the room, so be careful. <laughs> I don't feel as bad for him because I think it's something as a professional athlete most of these athletes go through. I think Jeremy Lin is kind of looking for a pity party because he can't handle it. Yeah. And because of you know things like social media, mm. it's a little more amplified. So a lot of people follow Jeremy Lin. He's got a yeah, huge yeah. social media following. Yeah, yeah. So for him to post that, be on the internet and you know be all sad and right. stuff like that, He's going to get the attention for it. But My, frankly, I don't feel that bad for him. This is a part of being an athlete. I think he's going to be fine. My biggest issue with him is that he said rock bottom. Yeah. Like, exactly. that's not rock bottom. A guy trying to buy cocaine and, like, giving fellatio to get it. <laughs> that's, that's rock, rock bottom, bottom yeah, right? Yeah, a Harvard graduate yeah. who's like, oh, man, I can't play in the NBA anymore. Right. But he's getting contracts in China to play. $60 million he's made in the NBA or something yeah. like that. Right? You're a Harvard graduate. You're going to be fine. You can play overseas make all the money in the world. Jeremy's gonna be fine. His two-week run in New York was a gift and a curse for him. For sure, and I, I pers- I agree with you. But if that happened to me, if I was an NBA player, I would think that was a gift. That two-week period he had mm. is better than most people's careers. Right? Do you know what I mean? Definitely. So he should like. I don't know. I feel like he's a bit of a pessimist, and mm. he looks at like what could have been, and that bothers him. And I. Um, think about his te- patellar tendon injury that he had, and I think he's that, a therapist now. Yeah, so when he tore his patellar tendon, he missed like um, I, I'm not sure, but it was definitely more Brooklyn, than six right? months. Yeah. Uh, was that Brooklyn? Was Brooklyn or Atlanta? No, it was Brooklyn. I can't remember. It was Brooklyn. And then I think it was the first game of the season. And I think he thinks 
that he's probably not as good and right. he's lost a lot of athleticism because of that. Yeah, facts. And I can only imagine being an Asian basketball player, having that community looking to you to be like their star and you can't live up to that hype because you're injured or you're not good or whatever. How much pressure that puts out of you, right? So as much as I feel like, you know, you kind of overreact a little bit, I'm still not in a place to call them out because everyone is subjective. Everyone feels how they feel, right? So it is what it is. Um, We agree on that so we don't get too much. Vince Carter. He came out and said that he wanted to be um, a Raptor. Farewell tour, whatever, all that. Like, would he be open to the Yeah, farewell? and he'll come. Would you, as a Toronto Raptor fan, accept Vince Carter on this team? Um, no, I wouldn't. And my reasoning is because Carter, a, a lot of Raptor fans nowadays are new Raptor fans. They don't know the history like, you know, you and I. They didn't have those feels yeah. that we had when Carter demanded that trade, said he wasn't going to die anymore. I had no problem anymore. with it. I had no problem okay, with that. Okay, but that's because you're different. Anyway, <laughs> so... Anyways, when he said all that stuff, I remember I was like maybe 13, 14 years old. And, you know, that really hurt me as a young basketball player because the Raptors were, you know, huge for me. And he left and then we kind of went to dog shit. And he was killing it with New Jersey. He played with Jason Kidd and Richard Jefferson. I think he went to averaging his last season with the Raptors 16 points or 17 points. to like points? To 28 or something like that? 27. 27, yeah. Yeah, and then he went to average 27 for the rest of the season with um, New Jersey. Um, So, yeah, I would not want him here because I feel like he only wants to come back because now Canadian basketball has exploded even more after winning the championship and we are getting much more attention. So he wants to kind of ride that into the sunset. Listen. So for him, it's a storybook thing. See, exactly. Why wouldn't you want that? And everything comes full circle. Look, no, I don't want that. Like, I really, really don't appreciate the way he left us. I, I, I get over it. It happened like I, what? I am over it. But are you? Are you really? I, uh, yeah, I am. But that's why. That's why I don't. It doesn't bother me. But it only bothers me when he wants to come back. But Do you it, know what I mean? It's like saying, listen, if I have a girlfriend, we broke up. I'm over her, but she just wants to come back and she just like wants to go on a date. It's like, no, I don't want to go on a date with you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but what if you're single and you have nobody? But the Raptors aren't single and have nobody. They do. They lost Kawhi Leonard. They lost their girlfriend. Yeah, but let's <laughs> so see. You, you still got, but you got Pascal Siakam as maybe your but you know girl. But you know what Vince Carter's going to bring? Attention. Vince Carter's going to bring people coming to the games. We're Vince... already going to have that attention. We're I don't think be, so. I th- you, we just talked about MLSE and how they always going to sell out games. You think we're going to have trouble getting attention? No, but I mean like national attention. All I'm talking about even like potentially maybe. I, I really don't think Vince Carter is at the stage in his career where he's bringing national attention. Anyway. In Canada? I think so. National, Canada, That's yeah. national. But I still We're think, not American. You know that, right? Pardon? I know there's a bunch of Canadians acting American for Carabana, <laughs> but we're not. But <laughs> we're, I don't think that Vince Carter is going to bring as much attention to ca- Canadian basketball I think so. as people think. Because a lot of the new basketball fans don't even know what Vince Carter did. That's why you educate them. I think I think people know because we talk about him all the time. He gets honored every time he comes here. The dunk off is so legendary. The dunk off is legendary. And yeah. it was a little more than that what he did for us. Right. But, but again, I don't think we need him. I think the fact that we won a championship, we can ride that until the end of next season at least. I don't know, I feel like champ- we are champs until there's a new champion in 2020. I agree with you, but I feel like some people are already start that that championship feeling starting to like like die off a bit because Kawhi left. Yeah, but so you need something to spice it up. 
Vince Carter, BC, Air Canada, you, you Insanity. You gotta wait for Spicy P to spice it up. Don't he, call him Spicy P, man. <laughs> the guy's not a porn star. The fuck you, you like call it up? I actually don't like that name, but I thought it was a good. Why uh, do people call Spicy P? It's age. like a stripper name. I don't know, man. It's the internet these days. People don't even want their own nicknames. It's fucking ridiculous. I'm all for Vince Carter coming back. Nay Smith may be Canadian and invented the game, but Vince Carter's want to put Canada on the map when it yeah, comes to basketball. For sure. We don't even know if Toronto would have still It's been him. like what? 20 years or whatever. I think it's been 20 yeah. years or close to 20 years. People are over it. People don't care. Or people shouldn't care. He's made amends. He's redeemed himself. What do you know better? You do better. But when you know better, you do better. Vince Carter knows better fan. and he's going to do better. If you're a diehard Raptor fan and you were a diehard Raptor fan at that age, that's still It don't matter though. It does. But what? Okay, he left. Oh my God, he left. It's the way he left. LeBron went back to Cleveland. Yeah, but he, he didn't say like, oh, he, he didn't give up. He legitimately actually came out and said, I'm not dunking anymore. Yeah, people make mistakes. Traded. Have you ever made a mistake? You've never made a mistake before? I did. But All I right. I don't think Vince Carter thinks it was a mistake. I think he thinks it was a mistake. If Vince Carter actually came out and said, oh, that was a whole mistake, I wish I stayed in Toronto, then maybe I'd, I'd want him back. But I don't think he did. Nah, man, you got to let go of that. You're holding in too much emotion, man. You're, you're bad that Kawhi left. You're bad at Vince Carter. Why do you you take no, this to heart? I'm not mad at Kawhi. I'm upset. I'm still upset. You're too much emotion. Why? Yo, just how I am on the basketball court. But, I'm an emotional player. But you won an NBA championship. Vince Carter has redeemed himself. He's a likable figure. It's like Alex Rodriguez. Everyone hated him. Now everybody loves him. He's with yeah. J-Lo. I think now, you know what it is? Funny you make that point. I think now it's uh, sports in general. It's more for what can you do for me now? Do you know what I mean? So from a basketball standpoint, it makes no sense. I'll agree with you there. But what do you mean? For Vince Carter to join the Raptors, it makes no sense from a basketball, yeah, from standpoint. A basketball standpoint. He might yeah. spread the floor a little bit because he hit a three, but I mean. Yeah, and he's going to take away from you know another player that we potentially have. But the Raptors need, and that can also that distraction could help these guys evolve. He doesn't bring championship experience. I know, but I would say that distraction, him here, will be a distraction. Yeah. It can gives these guys a room to breathe because they might have so much pressure they never experienced before. Like, you know what? Let Vince Carter take some of the media. But if no one expects them to, you know, win a championship, what's the pressure that they're feeling? In the States. But in Canada, it might be different. Yeah, but, you know, us being Canadians, I don't think we expect them to do much. You do. But what do you mean? I expect them to make it middle of the pack. Eastern yeah. Conference. I don't think they're going to actually, um, you know, even go. Maybe, maybe, I don't even think they'll go to Eastern Conference Finals. Only because the Eastern Conference is much better now. Okay. The West is better. The West has LeBron James. LeBron James has a lot of time on his hands, clearly. Fucking Taco Tuesday is so yeah, fucking annoying. It's pretty corny, man. It's, and it's so pretty annoying. Cringy. When I watch if it, he, I'm cringing. If while he I'm starts watching. thinking that he made up that Taco Tuesday slogan, I'm gonna fucking jump off the balcony. Yeah, he, it's so annoying. Like he thought he made up a barbershop conversation. You want to? Who do you want to sue? Uh, who's that college yeah. football player? Uh, Saban. That's the Saban. Yeah, Saban. I don't know. He wanted to sue someone for doing a barbershop show. Because he thought he invented. Because yeah, like there hasn't been many barbershop movies that have been, gone yeah, out exactly. made by Ice Cube. And now this fucking Taco Tuesday annoys me. But anyways. I, I cringe every time I see it. I'm watching it and I'm actually cringing. And the, I'm cringing even more because everyone else is embracing it. They're egging it on. And I don't know if they're trolling him or they actually love it. I think but they love it. You think I, mean, so? I think they legit love it. I think they legit love it. I just know that there's a game, there's an end game to it. There's a reason why he's doing it. He's not just doing it for fun. What do you think is end game? Well, I don't know, man. He's trying to monetize it or something. I don't know. But there's an end game because everything LeBron, he does. And you know what? That's a good point. Because if we look at LeBron's career, and I'm not trying to go off topic, but he's a very, very calculated yes, individual. Yes, 100%. So everything he does is for a reason. It's for a reason. That yeah. comes to my next point. Him and his antics at his son's basketball game. 
He's in the layup line doing dugs. He's celebrating when his when his son does a dug. Are you for or against these antics? I'm for them. I think he's just showing. Okay, let's break it up. Okay, are yeah. you for the dunk? We'll, we'll go by sections. So okay. the dunking and the layup line. Okay, dunking in the layup not line? Absolutely not. Okay, okay, we agree there. We agree there. Okay. Okay, but you know, getting really pumped up for his son. One hundred percent, I'm down for that. But should he be on the court? Of his celebration not. led him onto the court. You know that, right? Yeah, his yeah, shoe yeah. fell off in the middle of the game. Right. That should not be allowed. Agreed. But when you see celebrations happen sometimes in basketball games, like something big, and if it's at the other end, that does happen. Sometimes there's a little bit of a spillover into the court, right? And I'm, I'm not talking on an NBA level. I'm talking like high school and not college, but just high school, right? Mm. So for LeBron to be getting that pumped up for his son, I think it's a beautiful thing because he's – He's obviously LeBron James and a very busy individual and probably has a lot of other crap to do. So for him to make that time and be like, no, I'm going to be at your game. Yeah. That's amazing. Do you know what I mean? And There's other ways to, actually, to celebrate at a game. Yeah, but you can't get at someone for the way they celebrate. I'm against everyone saying he's a bad father. I don't think this makes him a bad father. I think he's actually a great father. So do I. Yeah, right. I think he's I think, a great family man. And I'm all for the cheering. I'm just like, did you have to go on the court? Did you have to be that exaggerated? But do you think he did it on purpose? That's so that goes back to why he because does everything for a reason. I think I honestly think he does enjoy the fame. Yeah. But I also think it's because he was born into fame. He's never not been in the spotlight. Yeah. All he knows is the spotlight. For sure. So he needs I feel like he has to do it. I'm not gonna go as far as Whitlock and say he, he's like a cocaine addict. What he he said. Uh, it's, it's like doing cocaine or something like that yeah i'm not gonna go that far but i do think he does enjoy the spotlight of course he was does. born into the spotlight and i do think he did it one because it, it might have been his natural reaction to be hyped up i think he did it also knowing that i'm gonna get this attention yeah but do you think lebron's the type of guy he can get attention doing anything he wants right do we agree on that yeah, yeah for sure okay so why would he care to want to have that attention while cheering for his son well, that, why do you think that? Just that's what I want to know because we're not talking about the dunk. We're talking about him. Yeah, we're talking about him for sure. But I think he just reacted to it, and it's not his fault that all the cameras go to him. Do you know what I mean? I get that's that. Not his fault for sure, hundred percent. I just so then even with the, the layup line, then why are you dunking? <laughs> so that's where I, that's where I disagreed with. I think he should have drew yeah, the like, line, and he should have been like, all right, no, I'm not going to come into your layup. Line to, so what are you trying to gain from that? To me, that screams like, kind of look at me. Maybe he's just trying to get attention for his son's basketball team. Right? I think you're LeBron James's son. Yeah, People, but... ESPN went to Lithuania or whatever to watch LeVar Ball's son. Yeah, you don't yeah. think LeBron's son's going to get the attention? I mean, I do... I saw someone make the argument, like, it's cool for these kids to be in a layup line with LeBron James. But, like, it's also cool to talk to LeBron James, which he does. You can still do that. You don't have... And it's not like you're doing regular dunks. He's doing, like, legit dunks. Yeah. Was, like, real dunks. Or something? Some shit like that. Yeah, you yeah. throw it out the backboard. Or something like, like there were, like, serious dunks. I feel like you could have toned that. I just thought everything I, could have been I, toned I do, down. I, th- I do think that whole aspect when he was in the layup line and he did the dunks that was for the attention right mm-hmm. for like the crowd and everything but when he was cheering for his son and you know going nuts for whatever had happened i don't think that was his fault i think that's the media's fault because they just switched to lebron any t- any if lebron is at his son's game anytime Bronny does something they're gonna put the camera on lebron that's not lebron's but fault if he's LeBron, on the court <laughs> he's on the court but I think LeBron probably thought that the camera wouldn't go back there because the play was the other end of the court. They called a timeout because his shoe fell off. 
Is that why they call Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that's why his shoe fell off. I have to look back. If they did, there was I, a timeout though. There was a timeout. But I don't know if the timeout was because of the shoe. I remember he ran on the court. He was trying to run off, and, and the then he ran back off. to get a shoe because it, it was in play, and then it stopped. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm assuming based off that, that is because his shoes came yeah. off. I have no problem with it, man. I, uh, I would love to go nuts like that. If what I if you're on? What if you're the other? <laughs> what if you're a parent and you're another parent? Not LeBron James. Another parent was acting like that around the court. What would you say? If it was another parent, or if it was LeBron James, it was another parent. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, I would... Mm. LeBron's a parent in that situation. Again, I'm not against him cheering for his son. I think you should scream to the top of your lungs. What was the play? It's Remind just, me again. What was the it's play? It's an alley-oop dunk that his son did on a breakaway yeah, exactly. or fast break. So, and how old is his son? 13? Something like that, yeah. Okay, so if I... Well, okay, I'll be honest. If I was a parent of another child on the opposite team, and I saw the father of the son who just completed an alley-oop at 14 years old... Yeah. I think I'd be like, man, I would do the same thing. But would you run on the court? That's my only issue. It's just, <laughs> I felt like he, you got to know you're a basketball player. You know you're on a court. You know you, you're running yeah, onto the court. Yeah, but down to LeBron just thinking he can do whatever. That's what, so that's. And I think that's what bothers you the most. Yes, that's what James, it is, right? is that LeBron kind of wants that attention. Or he wants that power. Right, right fine. Power is a better word. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Power is a better word. And that's what kind of annoys me. Because at the end of the day, do you need to have power for your son's AUU or AAU, whatever it is, basketball game? Yeah. I don't think so. I, I've, man, he's actually creating such high expectations for Bronny now. And Bronny already had high expectations. Mm. But with the way LeBron's acting and now the attention is even more on Bronny. Right. I don't know if this is a good thing, man. And what the attention that LeBron should have got last week was the year for I Promise. That's bigger Way than this. Bigger, and I guess that's also on the media because they're... That is the media's fault. Yeah, that's, that's not LeBron's fault. LeBron's fault. And that's something that I also kind of do it because like the media... My beef with the media is that they focus on this shit when really she focuses on that promise school. Because what LeBron James does off the court is way. It's been a year, right? It's been a year. It's a year. Yeah. I think it was uh, last week. It was like a year yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, no, that that was amazing. And I love LeBron James for stuff like that. Yeah, so all that stuff is good. It's just I just feel like he does. He does. I think LeBron does have a bit of narcissism in his. In him. 100%. Yeah. Definitely. I'm saying a bit. I'm trying to be generous, but yeah, he yeah, definitely has. He definitely and is. again, so I think he has narcissism in him, and I'm seeing him running up and down the court. Are up at uh, celebrating on the court, and I see him dunking at a at a fourteen year old layup line. Yeah, like you, ca I can't not stop to think and be like, yo, this has to do with like your attention a little bit. Yeah, like why else would you be doing it? Exactly. <laughs> so now you're starting to understand my point of view. I do, but I just disagreed with the other aspect of it. I would still cheer for my son. Hundred percent. I'm not saying don't cheer for and your son. If my if my son if my son was a fourteen year old and he just caught caught an alley. I'm going nuts. I, I will might go nuts too. The court a little bit. I, will, I might. He was like at the half court of the scene, like man. And <laughs> no, it, I think he was at the three point line. Close know, enough. Still, still. Call a timeout and run on the court. That's fine. But in the yeah. middle of the game, I mean, come on. What if someone got hurt? I say, what if someone got hurt? I don't think. I think LeBron's awareness is much better than that. I think if the play was returning, he wouldn't. So have again, so if he's aware that he knows he's on the court, so now you're doing it because you want to be on the court. You want people to see this. I don't. I think he cared. If I think, sorry, I think he wanted people in the arena to see it like whatever the everything he does is videotape you know this you just said that yeah but i didn't think he would actually think that they would um move the camera away from what was happening and then just go that's why he went on the court so the camera would see him i don't know now we're, you're just assuming right but that's because of your bias against lebron anyways yeah well, <laughs> i'm sure troy will have a lot to say next week uh anthony davis what is, is he gonna win a ring with the lakers team double lebron james talk about that quickly this year or in the next yeah, next three years because yeah. LeBron has three more, three more years left. In the next three years, if he stays with the Lakers, he's going to win a ring. Okay, I disagree. Why do you disagree? Because the West is too good. Anthony Davis is injury prone. LeBron James is going to his, like his 
100th year, whatever the fuck it is. Um, that team, as constructed, still doesn't have the shooting. Um, their defense is still kind of suspect to me. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't think. So, what I think, I agree with your last few points, but in the, uh, the first point about LeBron being 100 years old and Anthony Davis yeah. being injury prone, I agree with that, but that's why load management is going to be the new thing next year. Oh, for sure. They already said Harden and Westbrook's going to be on load exactly. management. So I think that... But can they afford load management? I think they can. I think they All can right. with them taking games off, you know, not together. But load management is good. What if they still get injured? Load management is good if you're healthy. Yeah, but that's but part of sports, right? You can't predict that. Like, I don't Kawhi, think... What if Kawhi Leonard gets injured? Anthony Davis' injuries wasn't because he was t- overworked. No, he's I think just LeBron, injury prone. He is injury prone, man. And you know what? I think he needs a new physio. That's the thing with Anthony Davis. This guy plugging himself left, right, and center. <laughs> All right, we'll get into quickly facts and foolishness. This is going to be a quick pause. So as always, I give you a scenario. You just say it's fact or foolishness. We got two for you. Uh, Daryl Morey said James Harden is a better offense, a better score than Michael Jordan. Fact or foolishness? Absolute foolishness. Okay, I agree with you there. It's stupid for him to put uh, James Harden and Michael Jordan in the same sentence is fucking blasphemy. Yeah, like it's Michael stupid. Jordan has one of like the greatest arsenal of offensive moves, and Harden does about you know three or four things and then goes to the free throw line and flop. So how can you say that Harden's even comes close? Yes, Harden gets the, has the ball in his hands way more time, way more time, so he has more opportunity, and he goes to foul line more. Yeah. Uh, Jordan's... And he travels, don't forget that. Jordan's greatest offensive year, he averaged 37 points uh, with a usage rate of 38. Harden last year had 36 points with a usage rate of 41. Fuck out of here. Yeah, and think about how much faster the game is played now. For so sure. And Jordan didn't have a three. He exactly. scored all those points, so I really hear the Off three. Twos, mid-range. Yeah. Physical shots, too. Um, James Harden or Carmelo Anthony? Who is a better scorer? That's a better question. And we're going to talk about that. Okay. Who's a better scorer? I'm going to actually have to go with Carmelo Anthony. What? Yeah. I think Carmelo, when he was younger, was not similar to Jordan, but I mean similar to Jordan in the sense where he had a wide range of moves. He could score. He could hit shots. He could drive on you. He could cross you. He could post you up. He could dunk on you. You had no idea what was coming. He was a nightmare to guard, and he was 6'8", and he was big, strong, fast. I don't know so much about his later years, but (laughs) Harden is... Definitely not. Definitely not. Than Carmelo. Melo's footwork in the post is way better than Harden. Yeah, and he had a post. His mid range is better. His mid range. His mid range was better. He can still. Harden shot better percentage from three, but Melo was still a pretty good three point percentage. Yeah. Uh, Melo's career average, I think, is like twenty five. I think Harden's like good. Tw- they were twenty six, and Harden might be twenty five. So, even with all these crazy years Harden's having, Melo's his total average is still left there with Harden. Yeah, exactly. I give that. To, I give that to Melo. Um, should Melo should Melo get a farewell tour with the Knicks, or no? Should Melo should Melo get a farewell, farewell tour, tour like Dwayne Wade? Because that's what his trainer said. Absolutely that's what he not. Wants. It's that's so fucking ridiculous. It, I don't understand why it's people so think dumb. He, I don't understand why people think he needs it. It's not. If you think of the guys that got farewell tours, they've won championships. They've done a lot for a certain yeah, team, yeah, yeah. like Tim Duncan with the Spurs, Kobe with the Lakers. Wade came back to the Heat. You know what I mean? Dirk with uh, the Mavericks. Yeah, yeah. Well, you want uh, Carmelo back to the Nuggets? No, the Nuggets are you know trying to win a championship. The last thing they want is Carmelo. Yeah, yeah, the Knicks are the Knicks. What you want? You the Knicks you want, don't even want him. The Knicks don't even want yeah. him exactly. So I don't even think that fans would care as much. Mm. I think his uh, colleagues in the NBA like him a lot more than actual for sure. NBA fans, and that's why everyone is saying, "Oh, he should get a farewell tour." But if you think about it, the fans don't care at all, man. I don't know why Sorry, he's getting your, your time's done. Yeah, definitely. I don't know why he's getting so much attention. Like it's def- it's so you, slow though. It's and he's that's working what. out with Chris Brickley. 
and you know he's hitting a couple shots yeah. and then Brickley's like man one more year for this guy but like Stephen A's doing like an interview with him tomorrow like why is Melo oh, he's on first take Melo yeah but Melo's not he wasn't he's he's one of the greatest scorers of all time in yeah, my opinion I agree but that's where it ends that's it yeah he so a winner he's I won mean, the scoring title once no MVPs no championships never been to a final so when you compare it to all these other guys like you said his resume is nowhere near, nowhere near exactly. what these guys did. So exactly. why should people be switching jerseys with him? I guess some players might like him. Yeah. But, like, it's just like giving – we're rewarding people for for everything they do. We're rewarding people for such little that they do. Yeah. And it's getting out of hand. But that's a societal issue now. For sure. It's not even just a basketball like issue, video, right? That goes down to participation trophies. Yeah, for sure. Right? 100%. Because, yeah. like, video tributes are for everybody. Yeah. Fucking OKC. I get uh, Nick Collison was there forever. But you retired his number? Yeah, exactly. Like, really? Like, and you know what? He really didn't do that much for the franchise. Yeah, he was, like, you know, an important cog to, like, the team. But right. he didn't help you guys win I'm exactly sorry, well you didn't. didn't win they didn't win anything yeah i'm talking about even just win in general yeah they like, went to the like, finals yeah, lost of yeah, five exactly so yeah no i agree with that and carmelo is not coming back to the nba i think no. he's done you think so eh? i think he's finished i think his career is over big three china yeah. big three or china i think he shouldn't even go back to the big three i think if he goes back to the big three it's just go back like, he's never been there pardon he's never been there that's true right. i think if he goes to the big three it just shows his desperation right so I think just, you know, ride it out. You've had a good career, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang, hang it up. You he's going to be a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer. For sure. He's one of Hall the best offensive players yeah. of all time. He's going to be a Hall of Famer, but farewell tour, the treatment that these champions get. No, no. Um, that's it. Again, this is a quick podcast. I need to get my Achilles work done. Next week, we have a big guest for you guys. Troy will be back. Omar, thank you for coming on. No and problem. For Thanks for having me. Fixing my, or going to fix my Achilles. Uh, until next week. Peace. Sorry.